Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the LA Soccer Hub Show. My name is Gio Garcia, and today we have a, a great episode uh, for you guys. It's rivalry, rivalry Week, LAFC versus LA Galaxy. Both teams played pretty good, got solid wins, big, uh, impressive wins. Uh, so we're going to start off with the LA Galaxy side of things. Alex Ruiz from Total Galaxy is here to join me. Alex, how are you doing? Hey, everybody. I'm doing good, Gio. How are you doing on this wonderful Monday evening? Good, man. Lots going on. Like I said, man, so so many different things going on. It, it's always an exciting time. But what about you? What would you do outside of watch the games this weekend? Um, Probably just go chill, go to Ikea for a bit. It's always nice to kind of go walk around there, sitting on the furniture, Ikea, nice. imagining uh, that that's your house. <laughs> uh, that's always kind of fun. Um, You know, going to the park for a little bit, playing some baseball. Baseball's coming back, I think, this Friday. So I want to go play a little bit. So do a little bit of everything, you know, get in some exercise and also uh looking around at what my future house is going to look like <laughs> getting some early ideas so, so so you're already so you're already looking into your future house and what, and what you're looking to buy potentially uh yeah or like kind of just like see what kind of you know because like he always puts up those cool displays of like you know houses and stuff so it's always kind of cool to check so that out what, let's go off tangent a little bit what yeah. idea what's ideally your house what what what's alex ruiz's house look like um ideally my house is probably something um kind of chill i'm not the type of person who's like you because you know now a lot of people like to have like a bunch of indoor plants in their houses that's not really me i'm cool with plants but just like having an excessive amount of plants is like that's not my thing just as long as i have a nice coffee table to put my feet up sometimes and you know watch the Premier league in the morning and you know have some nice sofas reclinable and stuff um that's all i need that's all you simple man i'm a simple man i was gonna say simple man that's that's not hard. I mean, IKEA is like the perfect fit for you. Then you should you should think about potentially getting a job there. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> it's that's in the it's in the running in the future. But it was I'm definitely just, uh, lots of fun to go around I'm and just, uh, explore. I'm it. Just joking. What what IKEA do you go to out there? Uh, the one in uh, West Covina. West Covina, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. The one, one on the, right off the freeway. Yeah, right off the freeway, and it's like okay. a huge building right next to it. Yeah, yeah I used I've, to go there I've a lot. I was on play just because I've know, been to, I've been there. So, uh, but yeah, no, that, that's good. I'm glad. I'm glad you like to think ahead like that, man. You're you're already thinking of your future. It looks it looks bright. So we'll see. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. You're you're gonna have to keep us up, updated throughout the season how that goes. Um, yeah, yeah. I'll let you guys know. Let's let's. let's know. I think that's. <laughs> well, uh, we're, look, we're 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 gonna want to stay in tune with that. Um, but let, let let's talk about this LA Galaxy man uh, team because going into the the international break. But they were kind of they struggled, right? They lost two games at what to Orlando and, and then the Sounders, two two tough games. Going into this game against the Timbers, I don't I don't think anybody knew what to expect because we knew Douglas Costa wasn't going to be there. Um, you know, just the team looked a little off. 
but they got an impressive win over the Timbers, uh, you know, and exactly what they needed going up, leading into this um, El Trafico weekend. And, you know, Chicharito did his thing. He got two goals. He was he was maybe one pass shy of potentially getting a hat trick there. Um, so he looks like he's hungry. Raheem Edwards also had a, had an impressive game. Um, just overall, what stood out to you the most about this Timbers LA Galaxy game? Um, I think maybe just the fact that defensively they looked a little bit better. The only goal they gave up was like an incredible free kick by Tuiloma. Um, Derek Williams had that kind of uh, slide tackle, saving the ball from crossing the line moment on Yumi Chara. And that moment easily could have gone Portland's way. And if that goal goes in, I don't think the Galaxy get all three points. Um, overall, it was nice to see Derek Williams have a strong performance again in the starting lineup. He had made a couple of appearances off the bench uh, throughout the early games of the year. But this was his first full-out start, played 90 minutes, did amazing. Um, it was interesting to see that Sega Koulibaly was the one who got pulled out and uh, Nick DePew was the one that stayed in. But overall, I liked how the Galaxy played defensively. The midfield was looking really good up until Delgado got that red card um or like i think it was early in the uh, second half but overall it was just a good performance uh from the galaxy you're on mute Gio, you're on mute there we go there we go i was on mute i was on mute there we go thanks alex um you know what i was saying i really liked what um well, how they came out, you know, they got the big goal in the beginning from Chicharito uh, right off the bat, you know, I think it's like nine, 10 minutes in and, you know, a pass from Grand Sur. And I think they they made a statement right away. And I think that's what the LA Galaxy needed to do. Um, and no better player than, than, than Chicharito. We have the goal. I want to say what's up to Tony. We have the goal. So we're going to let that, we're going to go ahead and play it. Here's Grosseer now for the Galaxy. The return from Ravellison. Grosseer's cross to Chicharito. An outstretched toe is just enough to give the Galaxy the lead. Chicharito's third goal already this season. I think you guys over there at Total Galaxy had a, I posted a video about his uh, movement. Um, talk to me about this goal because this was this was a typical Chicharito goal. But uh, I think one thing you got, you guys kind of pointed out was um the movement and everything like that. Which a lot of people, if you do, if you don't pay close attention to, that's what Chicharito. That's how he's made his money time and time again. Uh, talk to me about about his ball, uh, about his movement within the box. Yeah, everybody likes to criticize him the way you know he gets his goals. He always just seems to be a tapping away, but even that takes a great amount of skill. And from the angle we posted on the Instagram account and even on Twitter too earlier this morning was that Chicharito basically ran a wide receiver route to get separation off the center back. He basically fooled him into thinking that he was heading one way and then basically made a quick cut, went the other way, went to the other post and got a foot right on the cross perfectly. A lot of strikers, they don't really do that. They always want to be gravitated near the ball. But with Chicharito, his movement, he goes away from the ball and still finds a way to get his foot on it and score a goal. And not many strikers in the world can do that. Most elite defenders in the world, even, you know, some of his old teammates at Manchester United would say, you know, he was such a tough guy to mark in practice because his little movements he does, they just fool you. And, you know, he always finds himself in the right place. He just has a knack for that all the time. And, you know, also for this goal, I just want to point out the one-two with uh, Ravellison and, and um, Grancier was real good. It was really smooth, one-touch passing. Grancier gets a quick cross in and, you know, right for the foot of Chicharito. That play overall was just great. And I think Galaxy really want to see that. 
um, for the rest of the year because that's the type of football that Greg Vanny wants to see, and that's the kind of production Chicharito wants and kind of uh, um, service he wants as well because you need service for Chicharito in order for him to have moments like this. And from this angle, it just looks incredible. You can watch it all day. He basically runs a wide receiver route, jukes him out, and boom, space right there, simple goal, simple touch, simple Chicharito. Yeah, and you see right there, it's the it's the in and out, you know. And you're right, it's so difficult to 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 defend that, mark that because the defender's trying to look at the ball and also try to pay attention to Chicharito. Obviously, you know, trying to see if you can catch him offside or whatever. But Chicharito's an an elite score inside the box. I don't think there's anybody better in the world than him when it when it comes to scoring inside the box. And I think like Fox Sports did this thing of I mean, all Chicharito's goals, and it was inside the 18 as you expected because that's where he makes his money. Um, you know, and, and if I'm an LA Galaxy teammate or, you know, like Cabral, for instance, uh, I would have paid attention a little bit to more to that because this ball was put right on the money, just only where Chicharito could get in, just tap it in, you know, and, and you see it from Grand Sir. Cabral had a great game, great game uh, in this game. I was surprised he, he, he was he got taken out uh, so early. Um, but I think if more of his teammates are able to service him the ball, the way Grand Sur did, you know, and just to be able to read the run because he did the in and out and expect to know when the second run is going to happen or where, where to actually put it. You know, you could see even in the celebration how happy he was where he, when, when he finally scored because he just needed to tap in. And it's a lot easier said than done because of what, 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 how elite he moves in in and out. But yeah, I mean, that's, that, no one's going to be able to defend that. It doesn't matter who, who you are. No, no one in the world is going to be able to defend Chicharito when it's there. But if he can't get the service, that's that's where Chicharito is going to struggle because he needs to get that service. Um, another thing I, w- I want I want to talk about is um, the the set the, the performance overall. You talked about the defending. I, I agree with you. I feel like the defending was a lot better this this game. Even though they did give up a goal, it was off a set piece. Derek Williams looked really solid down there. Raheem Edwards as well. Uh, talk to me about Raheem Edwards and when you like that of him in this game. He's been amazing so far. Um, I saw someone on Twitter say he's kind of taking or looking like uh, Marcelo, who plays for Real Madrid, kind of in his prime. You know, Marcelo also, too, was a player who played up front more. Um, he played as a left midfielder, and that's kind of what Raheem used to do. And, you know, once he converted a left back, he became one of the best left backs in the world. Uh, nobody can doubt that. And you're kind of seeing that with Raheem Edwards here, where he's taking his game and elevating to a new level. He's the best attacking left back in MLS so far. You know, he has four assists. It's incredible what he's done and the chemistry already has on the left-hand side with Chicharito. I think he might have three passes, three assists to Chicharito already this season, which is absolutely incredible. And um, just the sheer fact that, you know, he, he wanted to come to Galaxy because of Greg Vanny, because of the coaching staff. And, you know, you have this big rivalry game going on. He's the only player to directly come from one rival to another and you know the only reason Raheem came to the galaxy was because he had that history with Greg Vanny with their coaching staff he knew uh what they wanted to do tactically and you know it's paying off it's paying its dividends off immediately you're seeing elite production from Raheem Edwards um he's been incredible best signing of the MLS offseason so far I would say I would put it up there but um overall just I, I think this this move is really going to rejuvenate Raheem's career and he's really looking closer and closer to maybe being on that Qatar plane for Canada later in November. Yeah, there's there's the, a lot of people on social media wanted we're talking about Raheem Edwards. Um, you know, the performance he does, the service he gives to Chicharito. Uh, I know the I think the assist may be off in the stat. I think he what they have four since uh what did, what do they credit him here? Four or five stats. I think 
I think the other stat was actually to Ravelson was yeah. I, I remember. I don't know why MLS did that or, or the Galaxy did that, but for some reason, um, for that goal, the first goal against Seattle, they gave Raheem Edwards an assist when he basically just got a hockey assist because of that pass for Ravelson inside the box. I, I don't know, you know, why that happened. Uh, no, we'll we'll give it to him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, it needs to be. I would say, it, it, to, if we're gonna be correct, yeah, he 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 has one. He's one shy of the actual assist. But yeah, look, I, I'm very impressed because look. Watching Raheem Edwards last year with LAFC, he struggled because he did not under did not have a role. With like I keep saying this with the Galaxy, he has a role. He's defined. He knows what he's going to come in every day, in and out, and you, it makes your job easier once you're going to know what you got to do every single day. And and he's literally benefiting all of this, and he understands that he just needs to give Chicharito the ball in certain times, or Victor Vasquez, or Douglas Costa, or wherever. But he's also becoming a real threat on that left-hand side. And he has a pace to to sprint back whenever there's a counterattack or anything like that. And, I, yeah, look, I haven't paid too much attention to um to, to the Canadian team to understand their depth at left back. I, I, don't, I don't know if – what does Alfonso Davies play? Is that right back, left back? I don't, I don't recall. Um, but, the, yeah, he, he's definitely making a case for himself. There's a lot of players that, that from the Canadian team that play uh, in the MLS. Also, they also play in the Premier League around the world. But he's definitely making a case for himself uh, just to try to get into that roster. If the Galaxy make a deep run in the playoffs, I could definitely see Raheem definitely getting making it close. I don't like I said, I don't I don't know how good the, the, the depth is at, at left back. But I've been very impressed with Raheem Edwards. I think he's going to be an X factor. This came coming up this weekend for for them because he, he can do so many things on that left-hand side. And he also is going to battle, I'm assuming, either Brian Rodriguez on that side, Carlos Vela at times, and then also Chicho, depending who starts up there. But yeah, it's, it's going to be, it's, I think it's, it's the biggest, obviously the biggest pickup for, for the other Galaxy. And, um, you know, he's benefiting so much after. And you get to see it. You know, he never looked this happy five games in with LAFC. I'm glad he's found a home with the other Galaxy. Uh, I do quickly want to go ahead and play the the goal here, the assist from Raheem Edwards to Chicharito. Forward, Edwards gets by one, Edwards gets by two, Chicharito! That is how you stop a comeback. Four goals in five games for Chicharito in 2022. And that's how you score. Obviously, you know that that was uh you know that was very impressive how he def- he he gives a little juke fake, pretends he's gonna shoot and he passes it up there. I, I you know I wasn't I wasn't expecting anything less from there. You know you see Chicharito right there. It, to me, it really seems like he has a good understanding of where where he needs to place the ball and and to give the Chicharito. Anything else you'd like to add, Alex, on that? Um, yeah, just overall, Raheem just had a great game, too. And I think, you know, also talking about the other uh, fullback spot, Calvin Leardam started uh, this game instead of Julian Araujo, and I thought Leardam did really good defensively. You know, he's not Julian Araujo who's going to go up and down the pitch. You know, Leardam's 31 years old. I don't expect him to be a workhorse on that right-hand side. But defensively, he looked like the rock so far. And, you know, with Mark Delgado getting a red card, I wouldn't be surprised to see him play. Um, as a midfielder because he's done that on the international level but we could talk about that later uh but overall this de- defense did really good um like we mentioned Derek Williams spectacular return back you know especially he's coming back to Portland where that Andy Polo tackle happened and you know a lot of stuff has happened um since that incident a lot of you know with Andy Polo MLS and etc but overall it was just great to see that the defensive unit played really good um just can't give up sloppy fouls and you know the game got a little chirpy and heated uh, at halftime and once the second half began but they kept their composure for the rest of the game 
And uh, overall, just this defense seems to be improving at the right time, right when there's a rivalry game uh, this upcoming week. Yeah, no, I, I would have to agree with that. The only thing, the only thing, I think the only bad thing about this was um, Mark Degal, Mark Degalo's red card. You know, I, I don't know. He didn't need to do commit any of those fouls when you look back at that. It's unfortunate he got the red red card. They're, they are going to be without him against LAFC and now Trafico. It's gonna it's gonna be a tough loss, but you know there's other players that could come in and step up for them. We'll we'll see how big of a loss that is, because they were winning. I think the reason why it's gonna hurt the Galaxy they were winning this game against Portland. They were they were up a man, and then you even even things out. Uh, what were, what were your thoughts on uh, Mark Degallo getting that red card? Yeah, it was just really silly timing, and just overall, um, the officiating in this game was really weird and inconsistent the whole time. I remember Greg Vanny started his press conference talking about how. Uh, just the calls were so inconsistent, you know, it was so hard to really try to manage this game, especially when tempers were flaring a little bit, you know, the only way he could really calm that down was by giving out cards. And unfortunately, you know, some of the things that were cards should not have been cards. They just should have been, you know, Hey, this is a warning last time. Then you get a card. Um, but overall it's going to be a big mess for the galaxy next week. I mean, Delgado and Rebellis and just that midfield pairing has, a lot of potential and they're slowly getting there and being more comfortable with each other. We saw in the first goal Ravellis and pushing forward, playing that one, two with uh Grand Sierra before he got in that cross for Chicharito. Like that's the kind of movement and play you want uh, to see if you're Greg Vanny seeing easy one touch passes lead to a goal like that. It's perfection. And I think uh, Ravellis and Delgado's relationship on who goes up when and where mm-hmm. um, it's slowly getting better. And it, it, it was really starting to, you know, peak right as the season's, you know, progressing right as the season's moving on. And it's real unfortunate if you're a Galaxy fan that he's gone because he's going to be a, such a huge miss. Like Vanny said earlier um, during the preseason, you know, he's the, the great equalizer. He does so many of the little things right. He does so good defensively protecting that back line. And he does so good pushing the team forward. Yeah, no, and under the understanding there of knowing that hey, if Rasmussen's gonna push up, I'm gonna have to drop back. He's more of a he's more of a physical threat, an offensive threat up top. You know, Mark Mark Degault stays back. Um, I think that's gonna be the tough the tough challenge because now whoever steps up, right? I don't I don't know who who's gonna take his place because we haven't really seen uh, nobody necessarily you know come in for Rasmussen or Degault this year. Who who would you think would, would replace Degault uh, if you had a guess? Oh, I'm for sure gonna like if if I were to bet if I were a betting man, I'd put my money on Calvin Leardam. I mean, he he's played mm. as a defensive midfielder for the Seattle Sounders. Um, you know, the couple of years that he was there, so it's not like a new position for him. He's played on there at the international level. This past international break with Suriname, he played as a defensive midfielder. So this isn't nothing new to him. And you know, like I said uh, earlier when we were talking about his performance against Portland, he looked really good defensively. Um, if right back's the place he's gonna be, it's fine, but he won't give you the kind of energy and work rate that Araujo gives you on that right-hand side. So I think playing as a sixth defensive midfielder is just perfect for uh, Leardan because he can be that rock that protects uh, the back line. And I think they're going to need that considering that, you know, LAFC have a really high tempo midfield and, you know, having somebody there who can cut out crosses and be a little bit physical, do the little dirty work in in the trenches. uh, That's what the Galaxy are going to need to win this uh, rivalry game. And, you know, Delgado is good and all that, but he's not a physical presence. And I feel like Leardam can be that big physical presence if you give him that role as a six. Yeah, I'm very interested to see who uh, Greg Randy decides uh, to call up um, for this game. It's, it's going to be a big game. It's going to be a physical game. It's going to be at home. So that's definitely a, a benefit towards the LA Galaxy. 
Um, before we move on, we got to talk about Chicharito one more time. Uh, he got player of the week. He got uh, team of the week as well. He, he, he got two goals. So, so overall, he well, he has four goals in five games. Um, obviously, this is what we're expecting Chicharito. There's, there's nothing uh, that he's done so, uh, this so far that, you know, that, that we didn't expect. And I think I like I, I like what, what I've been seeing from him, especially the goals when he gets to service. The only concern that I have, uh, it's not necessarily about Chicharito. It's, it's about the LA Galaxy themselves because he scored all their goals this season. Maybe who was else? Maybe Efrain Alvarez is maybe the other player, and then they got an own goal. Um, no one else thus far, you know, uh, has scored goals for the LA Galaxy. I don't want anything that, to, to go down the road, you know, down the season. But if Chicharito is only going to be the only person scoring the goals, and if you Chicharito say you stop Chicharito or you limit Chicharito, if that's even possible, then it then it gets a little difficult for the LA Galaxy because no one else has shown up to this point uh, to be able to score goals. Yeah, Farini, you know, he has a leg, but and to be able to score those type of goals, those happen every now and then. Um, you know, Kevin Cabral hasn't been able to show he scores. Douglas Costa scored one from free kick, but from run and play, he's just a little bit Chicharito. Look, he's he's impressive, but I think that's the only concern I have if you're the LA Galaxy. What are your thoughts? Yeah, it's really looking a lot like last year where Chicharito was the only source of offense. And um, just in general, just the fact that Cabral hasn't, you know, taking a step up and really develop himself as a finisher is really concerning because, you know, you want him to be that finisher when he gets himself in really good spots. Uh, like you mentioned, Douglas Costa, we don't even know if he'll be available for this next game. I, I, I hope he's, you know, I think they said he was going to be in full training uh, this week, but um, you really want to see one of your other DPs, Cabral or Costa, really elevate their game and be a goal scorer. And so far, if Chicharito is the only goal scorer, he's going to wear himself to the, to the, like the ground and then he's going to get hurt because his body just isn't built like it was five, six years ago. So you got to be cautious with that if you're Greg Vanny as well, because while it's great you're getting all this offensive production, at some point his body's going to break because he's not the most, you know, healthy. He's a little injury prone. So you got to be able to make sure you manage his minutes well and don't be so over-reliant on Chicharito because when he was gone last year, the Galaxy were horrible. They lost eight in a row or they were um, winless, winless in, in eight. eight. Yeah, winless and eight, they couldn't get anything done offensively. Defensively, there were still a problem. Uh, there were still problems in the defensive side as well. So you don't want to repeat a last year. You have a blueprint of how to avoid those kind of situations. Manage Chicharito's minutes. Try to get somebody else there involved. You have Jovalic, who still only gets like five minutes a game. But again, you just need to make sure that this team's attack overall is just working well. I mean, Grancier had a chance to get on the score sheet, but missed from six inches away. Yeah, yeah. So you really need this attack to just really not zero in on Chicharito all the time because you want to share the wealth. That's how, you know, teams in MLS have done and succeeded. Um, while it's great to have a great talisman like Chicharito, you need other supporting pieces and the supporting cast to also play a good role when teams just solely focus on Chicharito. Yeah, no, and I think that's the only concern I have if you're, if you're the LA Galaxy and Chicharito because that, you know, that you don't want to, what happened last year happen this year again. Um, but what I will say is with every goal he scores, there's more and more pressure in the, in the Mexican national team that they're going to want him back. I think they've already said they're not going to take him to Qatar. But you have a player that's in form. You have a player that that's been, that they've been scoring. You have a player that's the number one leading goal scorer in the nation in, in Mexico's uh, history. 
And with every every single goal he gets score he scores this season, there's gonna be more and more of that pressure. I don't think that conversation is gonna end until he officially doesn't end up going to Qatar. And you know, it doesn't also help when you know uh, Raul Jimenez and all the other number nines are struggling uh, to score for the Mexican national team. But I mean, to me, when I look at this and you hear Chicharito talk about he 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 is such an in a positive mental. Um, state of mind when it comes to that he i think he already understands what the situation is, is but he's doing his best with the other galaxy for whatever reason the door opens up again i'm pretty sure he'll take that opportunity but until then i think the more and more the more of that pressure is going to go on on the mexican national team uh for not calling him up um let, let's talk about uh this weekend el trafico uh, the matchup what are you most excited about what what are you curious about when it when it comes to this game this Saturday? I mean, there's really a lot of storylines to touch on. I mean, this is one of the biggest games in MLS. Uh, it's going to be on national TV, Big Fox, Fox 11. Um, this game's going to be huge. Uh, for LAFC, you know, right now they're top of the West. They look real good. You know, I, I, you know, I don't know exactly how many points they had back in 2019, but I think they've beat that mark already so far in the progress of the season. Um, so they're going to be a tough team. They got lots of depth. Um, so, you know, whoever they pull off the bench is going to be a game changer. And right now, just the Galaxy, they they haven't allowed LAFC to beat them at Dignity Health Sports Park um, throughout all the games. Um, like you mentioned, first time you're going to see Chicharito versus Vela. You know, th- those two go way back, you know, to their early Chivas days. Um, so the one thing I'm probably going to be looking at the most is who's going to win uh, the with battles, right? Who? Will Carlos Vela get the better of uh, Julian Araujo or Raheem Edwards, Brian Rodriguez versus Edwards or uh, Araujo? I think whoever wins those matchups um, is going to end up being the victor of this game because we know how LAFC can get wide and, you know, be a threat on that side. And if the Galaxy are able to neutralize that, have their fullbacks push up and really bring pressure on LAFC, then the Galaxy are going to have more chances because it's going to be more service in the box for Chicharito and you know, give him an inch of space and he'll find something or create something himself inside the box. So whoever wins that matchup is, I think is going to ultimately end up winning that game. That's a, that's a very interesting point there. Yeah. I think, I think it's, it's going to be a lot of different things for, for, for the other galaxy. Obviously they've shown that they can score. I literally just played a thriller against, uh, against Orlando away and they gave up, well, I think two goals. Um, So they can also get scored on. I think one way we're, the galaxy could potentially struggle as LAF if LAFC put on the high press on the LA Galaxy. Because at times we even saw with this Timbers team when they pressed a little high, the the Galaxy aren't as um, smooth or aren't as quick with the ball when they need to be uh, when it when it comes to that. So if if LAFC presses high a little bit, I feel I feel that's where uh, the Galaxy can struggle. Another another reason another way is if if no one else scores outside Ch- uh, Chicharito. Um, I think that's that'd be the other way. Um, but I, I expect, I mean, it's, I expect fireworks. You know, first time ever, we're finally going to get to see Carlos Vela versus Chicharito. We've been waiting for this since Chicharito got signed. When was it? In 2020? Was it in 2020? Yeah, 2020. Um, we've been waiting for this matchup, Carlos Vela versus Chicharito. You know, and the, the, the awesome thing is that both players, both Carlos Vela and both Chicharito, both have uh, four goals. Both are in top top tier form. Uh, no, no, uh, no injuries coming into this game. Uh, so no excuses. Last season we we had there was injuries on on both sides. So this year going into this uh, going into this game, it, I expect nothing but fireworks. I expect Chicharito to have a big game. I expect Carlos Vela to have a big game. 
I expect it to be very hostile, very physical. You know, these I don't expect this. I expect this game to get very chippy, just because this is is it's a derby. Um, and yeah, and like you know, the only thing that the Galaxy have over the LAFC in these matches is that they haven't won in in the LA Galaxy. And I know a lot of that. I know LAFC is going to want to win. Uh, coming in coming into the Dignity Health Sports Park, but it's gonna it's gonna be an exciting game. Uh, are you going to be there, Alex? Yeah, I'll be there. I'll be at the game. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that I'm. If you get a chance, guys, definitely go to the, one of these games. And I think also like that, the teams, both both LAFC and LA Galaxy teams, they did a, a joint statement on the on the fan uh, on the unity of the fan fan fans in the stands. Um, you know, because of you know sometimes outside the out after the game and stuff, it could definitely get a little wild. So I like that the that that both fan, both teams did this. What would you think about that joint statement? Uh, I thought it was incredible. You know, I hope both fan bases take it seriously because the players definitely do take it seriously. I mean, last time these guys played, there was a brawl inside of Dignity Health Sports Park. So you don't want to have a situation like that occur again. And, you know, just a month ago, we had like horrible events happen in Querétaro. You know, you don't want to see ever that kind of stuff on a football um, stadium again. And, you know, overall, I I think uh, just the the rivalry, like it's like intense between LA Galaxy fans and LAFC fans. And, you know, at the same time, I think the players acknowledge that too. I mean, you had Chicharito, Chicho Arango, um, Jonathan Bond, um, who was the other player? Uh, Hollingshead, I think, and I forgot who the other one was. Oh, Ilya Sanchez and uh, Victor Vasquez. Um, you know, they both are, are are pretty serious. Like, you know, hey, yeah, we're rivals on the field, but, you know, you guys need to take it, uh, you know, calm on the stands and stuff like that. You don't want it to get super aggressive i know the galaxy have you know made it clear they're gonna have increased security measure measures to kind of avoid situations from escalating to the point where it gets to physical violence so i i think it'll be a pretty safe environment i think the galaxy have learned from what happened last time these two faced and you know the kind of fight that broke out so i think we'll see a lot better security i don't think anybody should be fearful heading into this game it, there's going to be a lot of security everybody knows you know, these guys don't really like each other, both the, the fans and, you know, some of the players as well. Um, but overall, I think it's going to be an enjoyable experience. And hopefully it's, you know, peaceful when it comes to, um, you know, people interacting with another LA Galaxy fans, LAFC fans. I understand there'll be banter here and there. That's normal. But mm-hmm. uh, just, you know, don't like let your emotions carry you over way too much. Yeah, banter is OK. We enjoy yeah, it. We okay. actually like banter here as well. But violence, come on, fans, children. Uh, families are going to these games, so you, you definitely want to make it enjoyable uh, when they go to this game. Tony, he asked, he's like, can y'all touch on the Rajos tackle in the box that could have led potentially led to a PK? Yeah, I, I thought that was a PK. I don't know how, you know, we talk about the refing. Um, I think the Galaxy might have gotten away with two PKs. They did because you, there was that Rajo tackle in the box, and then Nick DePue got like a handball um, when he yep. was sliding down uh to to block a cross and it was funny because uh in the game after the game ended i saw on tiktok there was a guy at the portland game with you know the things they give you at the doctor's office to you know read your eye the eye test and stuff and he's like <laughs> screaming at the ref what game are you watching and you know pointing this at the ref and stuff so that was pretty funny but uh yeah portland i, I think you know should have gotten at least one penalty julian arajo again he just hasn't really you know I don't know what it is at the moment because, you know, he's still producing defensively at times, you know, he's still going up and down uh, that right-hand side, but just, just these little like boneheaded plays at times where he dives in too much. He's too aggressive sometimes. And just, you know, it's great to be aggressive. Don't get me wrong, but you got to calculate these kind of things because there's such big risks. I mean, 
you could go to get an automatic red card or something if you miss time to tackle. You know, if you could trip somebody up, if, you know, you're not fully concentrated and leads to a penalty. You know, we saw Mark Delgado's red card, uh, it, or excuse me, one of his yellow cards uh, led to Tui Lomo's amazing free kick goal. Yeah. So you really got to be careful. I mean, coming into a rivalry game, I think Vandy's going to make the emphasis, hey, you know, don't let one your emotions get the better of yourself and also just play smart don't do anything dumb it's 11 versus 11 not 1v1 so yeah no i, I think would, that I... this type of you know this type of uh, performance from araujo i think he'll wake up and last year he was really struggling last year the beginning of last year too and this uh lafc game once he played them it woke him up and you know he eventually you know uh boomed and became you know one of the best mls young players yeah no i, I would say yeah i i was like i said i definitely looked like a penalty Hopefully he he doesn't have any more because he, he necessarily doesn't need to do those tackles. He he's very skilled and very quick at his position. But but if, briefly before we let you go, Alex, we're looking at the standings right now. LSC in first place with thirteen points, and LA Galaxy in third place uh, with nine points. So yeah, it, it's a tight race right there. It's only week five, but I mean uh, this is the most anticipated game of the season thus far. Most anticipated matchup: you got Carlos Vela versus uh, Chicharito. First time ever is finally going to happen. I expect nothing but fireworks off for this Saturday. So for Alex, we're going to we're going to let you go Alex. Thank you for hopping on and everybody in the chat.